So this is my part two of Black Conservatism in America by Angela Lewis. Once again, it was published in the Journal of African American Studies um, in 2005. And the... Goal of the study is to discuss the development of black conservatism and see if contemporary black conservatives, specifically when she's saying that black uh, intellectuals have the support of the black community. And then the focus is on the conservatives black conservatives relationship to organic and anti-statics within uh, conservatism. But I'm going to focus on her section of contemporary black conservatism. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to unpack. So I'm going to just focus on that one section and then definitely going to have to have a part three. Um, Starting off, love this section. Keep in mind, this was written in 2005. Um, so when they talked about leading black conservatives, um, I think within conservative intellectuals, this is probably about the same. Um, it's uh, Thomas Sowell, Star Parker, Am Armstrong Williams... Uh, Clarence Thomas. Uh, there's some other figures that I think are probably m somewhat more relevant today. Like you do have your Candace Owens. You have, um, gosh, what is her name? What is his name? Candace Owen. I Candace Owens. I also think Coleman Hughes is also another uh, great young figure. And because I do think you are seeing more young black conservatives coming to the forefront, but I don't think on the level of the intellectualism as uh, a Thomas Sowell, a Larry Elder or a Shelby Steele. But you do see those people coming out. And in this, it kind of talks about what contemporary conservatives believe. Um, and I don't think a lot of those beliefs have changed. Um, it does talk a little bit about uh, how liberals view black conservatives. Um, but I think the main there are a few main takeaways, one being that black conservatives are not trying to necessarily replace liberals, which is something that um, she points out that Coronel West argues is that they're determined to replace liberals. Um, but blacks, conservatives are saying, hey, we're just, they're finding a new solution to old problems. They do believe that uh, liberal solutions create welfare brats. But it's primarily the fact that you're finding new ways to look at old solutions. Race discrimination is not a critical obstacle to black conservatives. And I think the same thing could be said today. I think black conservatives don't see uh, race as a pivotal as a pivotal issue right now. And um, 
you can't ex what black conservatives are concerned about is equal opportunity not equal outcomes just because you're you're you have the ability to have an opportunity doesn't mean that you're going to reach the same place as somebody else um and I also think one of the questions that I think this brings up or this section brought up to me is like, can you end racism? You know what I mean? I don't, and I, cause I don't think that you can because it's so individualized. And I think individual racism is not something also that a lot of people are fighting against. They're fighting against systemic racism, whereas black conservatives believe in the system. They believe in a free market. They don't think they think the more the government meddles, the less fair things become and the less merit uh, successful African-Americans or blacks get for their actual work. So another thing that's brought up in here is, of course, affirmative action. Um, and it basically talks about how it might lower black people's self-esteem and about how it also creates uh welfare like just welfare programs in general things such as affirmative action create uh dependency and destroys the black family and rewards and irresponsibility um which i don't necessarily i think that this goes outside of i think the dependency thing goes outside of, oh, hey, I'm on this for just this short period of time. I think more so they're talking about people who are on it for extended periods of time, who are generational uh, users of it. Um, and also they talk about by focusing on the past, because a lot of the issues too that black conservatives have with liberals is that you're focused on the past when and not on the present. And by focusing on the past, you're not recognizing that contemporary America is not as racist as it was in the past. That is something that's easily debatable uh, in terms of, you know, when you're talking about covert racism, overt racism, microaggressions, all those things um, can be debated through no end. But I think overall, most people would agree that contemporary America, even America today, past the writing of this, is way more, um, her way less racist than it was uh, during the time of slavery. But the, the one of the things that I thought was really interesting was about how by focusing on this, it allows black people uh, to not take responsibility. Um, a few of these things are specifically, uh, the author is quoting Toller, um, as in these are the five main points that black conservatives, uh, speak to or, or black conservatism rests on. Um, and one of them is the idea that by focusing on the past, it, allows black people's irresponsibility and psychological hangups um, this focus on past vi victimization which Shelby still would call memory enemy um, to take hold and it allows uh, failure 
to it allows black people to fail to take the advantages that are the existing opportunities not that they're necessarily advantages but the existing opportunities um in order to better themselves and better their communities but primarily they do focus a lot on the psychological also on affirmative action um and i think that conservatives are more about self-help they're very much of the even though there are segments within it um and black conservatives themselves are not monolithic there is this kind of focus on self-help so very much in the air of pull yourself up by your bootstraps but also in the way of like a farrakhan why are you asking the white man to help you when he ain't never done nothing for you so it's very much about like become an entrepreneur invest in your community um and this is something that i do feel like desegregation in its own way hurt the black community because you didn't see because of media nowadays um, and media representation there are very few shows that show black people in a positive light having like a nuclear family and things like that i think there are more mixed race couples in terms of black and white having that functionality as opposed to um black families uh, strong black families I mean everybody will point to the Cosby's and like a different world and like all these uh, shows but you don't necessarily see that on TV today in the same way um, and because with segregation and redlining you saw that within your own communities you knew you could be a doctor you knew you could be a lawyer you knew you saw the dysfunctionality within your own life and you knew that there was a different way to do it. You saw it. And I think that sometimes it's hard, especially when people don't leave their own communities and you're in, uh, as Judge Lynn Toller, living in a disassembled community um, that you don't see the dysfunction. Um, even within your own relationships, uh, that I have a review that I did on, uh, what is that girl's name? What is her name? Um, the review that I did on Nikki Jones's book, uh, Between Good and Ghetto is a great book to read, um, where it kind of talks about this dysfunctionality and the way things get justified when you live in dysfunctional communities, distrusting communities. Um, I also think a lot of the onus in this piece falls to the black middle class in terms of you're supposed to teach poor African Americans appropriate values and behaviors which I think once again plays into uh, the religion aspect um, some things that I think could be drawn on here as well um, good parallels that I made was to things like Poetic Truth by Shelby Steele The Quest for Cosmic Justice um, by Thomas Sowell um, because all of these programs and I think liberal solutions are this quest for cosmic justice, but we, and, but it's also like, how do you define justice? You can't change the past. Um, 
And it's also, I mean, you could look at our current uh, political climate is pushing people into embracing something like socialism, but not thinking about the potential consequences of uh, becoming that way. Just flipping pages here. Sorry. Um, I think that focus on morality and blackness makes me question like are black conservatives further degrading their race not to say that they're that the black race is perfect or anything like that but this uh who said it this idea of like this high moral standard um they talk about it in this book it's uh, a black economist his name is glenn Lori or Lori um, talks about the black, the poor black problem as a moral problem. And it's like, well, is it a moral problem? I totally agree. Like that what's portrayed in media is very like negative. But is that like an accurate representation of what's happening in ghettos? I don't know. But if it is, I think we need to change that. Um, And I think the community as a whole should want to change that. But I also think that it's hard when you're fed that you're less than for so long. And I don't think that previous generations are trying to do that intentionally. But I think it's happening regardless. This The whole idea that you have to work 10 times as hard to be half as successful. I think putting that mentality into children's head before they even experience what the world is like, even if you're, even if you don't think that they understand it, they're still taking that in. They're still taking those words in and it has an effect on their psyche and what it is that they believe that they're capable of. Um, Glenn also like, pushes back on black the black middle class talking about how they don't want to confront um the lack of values uh such as self-reliance the idea of delayed gratification the high crime rates the unwed mothers the poor academic uh performances among black youth their inability to focus on it and actually do something about it has created a pathological culture within uh, poor blacks that this is okay. And it's led to the moral decay of the black community. Um, that is beyond the reach of the government of government programs. That's a quote in terms of the moral decay of black cons- of black communities is beyond the reach of government programs. And to be honest, I don't know. I th- I think I kind of agree with this, but that's just because I think that we should not be relying on the government um, for a number of reasons. I'm going to get derailed if I go into like a long thing because I have this whole thing about homelessness, which is like a huge epidemic. Um, I don't know where you are, but it is where I am. And I think it's an epidemic all around the United States. Um, But (laughs) that's neither here nor there. That's a whole nother conversation. Um, Another thing that's brought up um, that I that uh, 
I think black conservatives also have an issue with because there's also some historical basis to it is the passage of the minimum wage before there was this like you could compete with uh people you could say oh hey i can do that same job for this amount i could do this job for this amount with the passage of minimum wage legislation um there was kind of like this black not this kind of boarding up or this barrier for black youth to get employment which uh would help them in the future because now you've passed this before they could be competitive um oh and i also forgot to mention that one of the key issues also with affirmative action is affirmative action tends to only benefit um blacks that are already doing well which is why the school issue is such a big deal and why they uh are supportive of vouchers so because schools that are underperforming should be shut down or they should be uh, reprimanded by the state, or they should improve. I think the issue for some people is that if every good kid goes away, it's like, how can I bring my test scores up, or how can I make things better? But the to me, it's like, well, why aren't you working with the kids that you have there to make them better? Um, and I think sometimes kids act out, kids act out for all sorts of reasons. And, um, oftentimes, depending on what neighborhood you're in, they have a very difficult home life. And if you don't have your basic necessities met, how am I supposed to sit in this class? How am I supposed to even get to school? If, you know, my parents aren't taking me, they're not instilling that responsibility in me. And even when I get there, I'm hungry. I'm this, I'm that. Um, I think that that's very difficult, um, for children growing up to be successful um but moving on so now we're getting into the next section that I'm gonna do later which is the data and the methods but um I just want to remind you that uh what's her name what's her name Tate in 1993 uh, found that I think it was Tate. Ooh, no, it wasn't. Chief. Oh no, Tate found that political attitudes of blacks remain liberal. Black. Uh, blacks remain liberal, but black ideology has it was increasingly conservative. There was also a spike found by Smith. Uh, that. uh, black identifying black conservatives went from 12% in 1974 to 30% in 1980. Um, Others have other studies have found that blacks remain liberal. And I think this is my thing with it. And even within my own research that I found is that I think overall, black people are, um, I would say socially progressive, but when it comes to a lot of things, or I don't know, they, I actually, I shouldn't say that because they're not monolithic, but I would say, uh, very tend to be very religious regardless of the spectrum that they fall in. Um, most people grew up in religious households. Um, 
But I think they do. I think the key is like there is this work ethic that is put into play. And when they and this is where I think class plays a part in it and why people think that black intellectuals or black people, once they get money, they stop having the same ideals that they had and they stop being so liberal um, because now they have money and now they're not really trying to give it away. Um, but yeah, I'm really interested to share with you in terms of like data and methods. But the key question, like I to remember, is that they want to know, do blacks... Do black conservatives have the support of the black community? Has the black community become more conservative over the past 25 years? I feel like we're seeing a resurgence of black conservatism that is necessarily in our faces that wasn't there before. And it'll be interesting to see how that plays out in this next election um, that we're going into. Because the black vote is important, especially black the black woman women's vote. And I also think young people. The thing that I find interesting is that there's not a lot of research being done on young black conservatives. There's also, I think I might have said this, there's also not a lot of research being done on just black conservatives who are not intellectuals black people who just so happen to be conservative. I think a lot of things focus on intellectuals and academics because it's easy because they're out there, they're writing papers, they're talking about it. They're easy targets. Um, but they don't, I think, offer a full picture of how to address black conservatives. And I think the whole, I mean, media and, uh, political pundits nobody really understands the younger generation because I think there's more of a wide breadth within the younger generation because everybody's growing up differently and that's not to say that that hasn't happened in the past but I think there were more collective events that defined older generations And as we become more, I guess, socially liberal, um, things are changing and people are more complicated. And talking to people is more complicated because there's so much more to define to get the response that you want to get, to make sure that the response is accurate. Um, But I'm really loving this paper and I hope that you're enjoying my little... Uh, blah 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 talking about it Um, and that is all for me have a wonderful day night wherever whatever your thing is afternoon